Hello, this is Basil Howard Brown, and welcome to Messages of Revival. Today is the day the Lord's made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. As you listen to this podcast, I believe God will touch, heal, deliver, and set you free. Open your heart to receive now, and remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. God bless. Well, it's, it's an exciting day. It's an exciting day. I, let me just say this. Welcome to everybody that's watching or listening to this broadcast. And uh, I want to go I want to go to Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3. And I want to talk a little bit this morning. And then I know Brother Dave is going to jump in too. But I want to start off by saying and talking about the Holy Ghost and fire. You know, it's, it's the Holy Ghost and fire that has touched and changed my life and set me free. And, and, and literally delivered me from any kind of religion whatsoever. When God touched me back in Ketchikan, Alaska in, in 1993, uh, January of 93, let me tell you one thing. I, obviously, he dropped fire, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But here's one thing he did for me. God took away the fear of man. I used to be afraid at what people thought about me or said about me or you know, and there's a lot of Christians running around in that mode where they're afraid of what people think. And the bottom line is this. When you have the fear of man, then you don't have the fear of God. I'd rather have the fear of God upon me than the fear of man. Because the fear of God, let me, let me explain what the fear of God is. It's reverential fear. All of a sudden you realize how big, how great, and how awesome God is. I mean, I've been touched by the fire before in meetings where... I thought God was going to kill me. I, I said to God, if you do that again to me, you'll kill me. I'll die. I mean, it was so intense, so powerful, so awesome, and so life-changing. I mean, just, just blew me away how powerful God really is. And, and let me tell you what, I only, I only felt just, just a little bit of God's glory. I didn't even feel the intensity of the glory of God that He has. And if I did... I'd be dead like that. Uh, well, that's why we have to have a glorified body because we'd be lying in heaven like a, like a bump on the road because we wouldn't be able to move. I mean, we'd be dying many deaths over and over. So the bottom line is this. That's why we have to have a glorified body. Um, but the power of God is so awesome and the, and the, and the intensity of the anointing is so great. And, and so that's what changed my life back in 93. And, and that encounter, that's why we try to encourage people Get hungry, get thirsty, place a demand upon the anointing. Because that encounter with God will totally transform your life and you will never be the same again. And God can raise you up and use you in a very powerful way because of the touch of heaven upon you. Don't underestimate what God can do in you. And the more that He does in you, the more He can do through you. So let me read this passage of Scripture here because it's really powerful. It's Matthew chapter 3. And this is about John the Baptist in verse 11. This is what he says. He said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. Listen to this carefully. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Listen to that carefully. He'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So, so yes, what people do, and, and listen, I've grown up as a Pentecostal. I've always been a Pentecostal. Um, but I remember the days when, when as a Pentecostal, we would, we would have Holy Ghost meetings. And, and you know, the, the biggest thing was, are you saved? 
um, and have you got it? Have you got it? This is what they say. Have you got it? Got what? Oh, uh, you got the Holy Ghost. Do you speak in other tongues? Well, 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 let me say this first about the Holy Spirit. First of all, we can't say, have you got it? Because the Holy Spirit's not an it. The Holy Spirit is a person, the third person of the Godhead. And so we cannot call the Holy Ghost an it. He is a person. He's the Spirit of the living God. So, do we have the Holy Spirit? Do we have the Spirit of the living God dwelling on the inside of us? Well, the moment you give your heart to Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells on the inside of you because your body is now a temple of the Holy Spirit. But we have to have the infilling or the outpouring of the Holy Spirit into our life to saturate us and fill us up so we're, we're not the same again. That's where the encounter comes. Now, if you look at Acts chapter 2, it says, the Bible says in verse 4, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, right? Filled with the Holy Ghost. And then they began to speak. They didn't begin to speak, Brother David, and then get filled. They, they were first filled and then they spoke. See, we as the church have twisted the word. And so what we'll do is get people to come up. Hey, come up. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Just follow what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, just follow that. And then they go. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Keep going. Keep going. You've got it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You got the Holy Ghost, brother. Oh, praise God. He just got the Holy Ghost. And so this Christian thinks that this word blah, 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 is the Holy Ghost. It's not. It's a, it's a, if it is anything, it's a language of the Spirit. But the language of the Spirit is not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the third person of the Godhead. And we need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, now, if we did it the way Acts chapter 2 says, then we get full of the Holy Ghost. And then we begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I'll give you this example. There's many times in meetings where we've prayed for people. Holy Ghost has fallen upon them. And on the way down, they begin to speak in other tongues. All right? Because here's what's happening. They get full of the Holy Ghost. They get full of God Almighty. They get full of His presence. And then all of a sudden, out of their belly begins to flow these rivers of living water. Out of their belly begins to flow this language from heaven. It's, it's one of the simplest and easiest things to do. Just get full of the Holy Ghost. And, 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 and here's what you do. Even at home, while you're sitting listening to this broadcast, just place it in mind right now. Say, God, I'm hungry. God, I'm thirsty. I'm placing a bond upon your anointing. I'm expecting the river of God to flow into me and then through me in Jesus' name. I'm, I'm now at this very moment placing a demand. Touch me by your fire. Touch me by your anointing. And I'm telling you right now, if you cry out to God today, God's going to touch you. I feel His anointing right now. God's going to touch you in such a powerful way that your life will never be the same again. You know, I, I really feel coming through this whole era that we're in right now with COVID and everything. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm really feeling God's anointing falling here. Oh, coming through this COVID, we've got to do things differently than what we did before COVID. And for many people, that would be literally having an encounter with God Almighty. And then for ministers to get up in the pulpit and just stand there and welcome the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to come and do whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, whenever you want to do it. We'll not stop you. We'll not hinder you. We'll not, we'll not push you away in any way. Have your way. And I'm telling you right now, if ministers would do that, 
I tell you right now, God will show up on a Sunday morning like you have never seen before and God will begin to move. And then when God begins to move, all you have to do is just get connected with the move of the Spirit of God. It's got nothing to do with us anyway. We're not, we're not the movers. We are not the ones that are doing whatever's going on in the meeting. God's the one that's moving. God's the one that's touching people. And all you have to do is just be led by the Spirit. I mean, follow the still small voice on the inside of you. Listen to what the Holy Spirit's telling you, preacher. And then God will lead you and guide you. And suddenly you'll see a breakout in the meeting with joy. Listen, look around your congregation. Oh, do you have happy people in the church? I'm telling you right now. Most Christians are sad. They look sad. They look like they've been sucking on lemon juice all morning. And now they're going to come and sit and listen to you. And you're just about as sad as they are. But if we let the joy move, if we let the Holy Spirit come into a meeting and God begin to move by His power, let me tell you what happens. God is going to transform the church. God is going to set the church free. And the church is never going to be the same. Uh, John the Baptist said, I baptize you in water, but he that come is mightier. He'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So, believer, we should be baptized by the Holy Ghost and with fire. It's what happened on the day of Pentecost. Cloven tongues like as a fire sat upon each and everyone's head. And the Bible says they're all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other tongues. So, on the day of Pentecost, they got, they got the Holy Spirit. They got the fire of God. They got the language of the Spirit. And they were so filled with the Holy Ghost that they were accused of being drunk. These people are drunk on sweet intoxicating wine. But Peter said, they're not drunk as you suppose, seeing that it's but the third hour of the day. But this is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel. That in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. That's what God's been doing over the years. That's what God's doing today. And that's what God's going to do tomorrow. If you're hungry and you're thirsty... Place a demand upon the anointing today while you're listening or watching this broadcast. And I'm telling you right now, God's going to give you a fresh touch of heaven. The fire of God's going to fall upon you because we're going to pray for you in a while. The fire of God's going to fall upon you and you will not ever be the same again. It's an expectation. Come with an expectation. I'm hungry, Lord. I'm thirsty. Come breathe upon me. Let the wind of your spirit blow, blow through me. Let the fire of God, like it did on the day of Pentecost, rain down upon me. Let it rest upon my head. Let it fill my belly to overflowing, Lord Jesus, that I'll never be the same again. Come with a mighty touch right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I believe right now God's touching you. Hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost. God's touching people right now by, by the Spirit, by the Spirit, by the Spirit. Hallelujah, fresh anointing, fresh Holy Ghost upon you, fresh wind of the Spirit. Glory to God. Father, I pray, pour fresh oil from heaven right now upon every listener, every everyone that's watching this broadcast. Fresh oil from heaven in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, let them come out of this program today touched by the fire changed by the anointing of Almighty God. Let them not be the same. I pray, God, you are raising up people, not only in our city of Fort Worth, but God across Texas and across this nation. And around the world, Lord Jesus, men and women of God that are full of the Holy Ghost that would stand up, rise up in these days 
and say, no longer are we going to be uh, led by fear. No longer are we going to be uh, uh, pushed by fear, but we are going to press into that which God has. And we're going to go forth with a, with a power, with the anointing of God Almighty. And great signs and great wonders and miracles are going to follow us everywhere we go. And we're going to see this nation shaken by the power of God. We will not, we will not bow our knee to the to the fear that's been put upon us, we will not back down, but we will stand even stronger, stronger upon the word and upon the foundation of the revelation of the word of God, because great is he that's in us than he that's in the world. We don't care what the devil says out there in the world, because at the end of the day, Jesus, God Almighty has the final say. And I'm telling you right now, church, the body of Christ is going to be raised up in these last days to a place of victory. I don't care who shouts. I've read some things online. There's some people saying some terrible things, what they're going to do to the church, what's going to happen to the world. I'm telling you right now, until God gives the go ahead, it ain't going to happen that way. It's not going to happen that way because God's in control. Great is he that's in than he that's in the world. And I can tell you right now, they're going to have control over this world and they're going to do whatever they want to do. But let me tell you, let me tell you what, it's after the trumpet of the Lord has sounded and we're out of here. We're out of here. They can do whatever they want to because I can tell you right now, we're coming back with Jesus and we're going to, we're going to, my, we're going to, we're going to open up a can of, what did they say? Whoop ass. <laughs> so with Jesus, but, but they can do whatever they want to, but they're not going to get it right while we're on this earth. It's not going to happen, folks. Yes, persecution is going to be greater than ever before. Yes, uh, the attack on the church is going to be greater than ever before. But I've always said this, and I've said this through, and I'm Brother David, I'm going to let you hop in here. But I've always said this for many years, that as, as bad as it gets out there in the world, in the church, in the body of Christ, those that would press in to what God is doing in this time, it's going to get sweeter, it's going to get greater, and the power of God's going to be stronger than ever before. And we are going to see some great and mighty things taking place through our hands, around about where we are, and I'm excited. Brother, God is on the move. Don't be full of fear. Trust God with every fiber of your being. <laughs> and He's going to take care of you. Amen. He's going to take care of you. God bless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you don't know Jesus and need to rededicate your life right now, pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I confess right now that Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart, take out the hardened heart, and give me a heart of flesh. Change me, Lord. Let me never be the same again. I repent and turn from my ways. I make you Lord of my life right now. Use me, Lord, in these days we are in. I am ready for your coming and always will be. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul and setting me free. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer, I would love to hear from you. So please email me at revivalpodcasthb at gmail.com. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Messages of Revival Podcast. 
For more, subscribe to Messages of Revival podcast on Anchor, Google Podcast, and iTunes. And share this podcast with somebody that needs to be uplifted and blessed. God bless you.